This is The Space Shot, episode 306 for March 16th, 2018. Jiminy 8, a close call. I'm John Molnix. It's March 16th, 1966. Neil Armstrong and David Scott are strapped into their Jiminy capsule, awaiting liftoff on the sixth crewed mission of the Jiminy program. At 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, an Agena target vehicle launched from Cape Canaveral, and just a short time later, Jiminy 8 lifted off on its mission to rendezvous and dock with that Agena. At 10.41 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Jiminy 8's engines roared to life, the hypergolic aerosene 50 and nitrogen tetroxide ignited on contact, producing 430,000 pounds of thrust. Armstrong and Scott were on their way. The launch went off without a hitch, and after rendezvousing with the Agena, the two spacecraft were docked on the fifth orbit. This was the first time in history that two spacecraft docked in orbit of Earth. Docking two different spacecraft was an essential part of future Apollo missions to the moon, so NASA needed to prove this capability as soon as possible in order to understand the challenges involved. A short time after docking is when things started to get a little scary. CSQ flight. Did he say he could not turn the Agena off? No, he says he is separated from the Agena and he's in a roll and he can't stop it. His right pre his right pressure is down to zero. His arms right helium pressure. Quote about twenty seven minutes after docking at five forty one PM, the combined vehicle began to go into a violent yaw and tumble. Armstrong disengaged the Jiminy capsule from the Jiminy Agena target vehicle, causing it to roll, pitch, and yaw even more rapidly than when it was connected to the Agena, approaching and possibly exceeding a rate of one revolution per second. Say again? Did I hear a stuck hand controller? Did I hear him say he may have a stuck hand controller? One revolution per second for the Jiminy spacecraft was an extreme roll rate. Thankfully, Armstrong and Scott were able to regain control by deactivating the ohms or the orbit, attitude, and maneuver system. 
They reverted to the RCS, or Reaction Control Thrusters, and were able to slow the spacecraft down. CSQ, this is flight. Right. He has uh, blown one RCS ring, is that right? Say again? That's Both, you're all right. Both. Got it. That's one one switch. Roger. On a flight CSQ. Go ahead. Uh, the Eugene is tumbling violently also at this time. Roger, I understand you have ACS off, right? That's affirmative. CSQ flight? No. Okay, you better get that ACS on and get it in FC1. Roger, roger. CSQ, this is flight. Find out how, how much RCS fuel he has used and uh, if he is just on one ring. Uh, roger. During this process, they used up 75% of their RCS fuel, which necessitated an immediate abort and return to Earth. Retrofire rockets were fired on the seventh orbit, slowing the spacecraft down so that it could re-enter Earth's atmosphere. Gemini 8 splashed down in the Pacific Ocean just 10 hours after launch. Even though the mission ended early, the primary objective, the docking, was accomplished, albeit in a manner that NASA wasn't expecting. Both Armstrong and Scott flew on missions after Gemini 8. Armstrong, as I'm sure all of you know, flew on Apollo 11, becoming the first human to walk on the moon. David Scott flew on Apollo 9, and later walked on the moon during Apollo 15. I've talked about these two missions before, back in episode 67 for Apollo 11, and episode 73 and 77 for Apollo 15, so check out those archived episodes to learn more. Here's a quick bit of launch history to end today's episode. SpaceX launched the Echo Star 23 on an expendable Falcon 9 rocket on March 16, 2017. The expendable Falcon 9s don't have any landing legs, so they look a bit different than the rockets we're used to seeing launched lately. EchoStar 23 is one of many satellites operated by EchoStar Corporation, and the company delivers video and data connectivity for customers around the world. 51 years elapsed between the launch of Gemini 8 and EchoStar 23. It's incredible how much has changed in that half century between launches, and it makes me very hopeful for the future. Before you go, if you have ideas for the show, send them to me. If you'd like something discussed, have an idea for an interview, or have any burning questions you need to have answered, send me an email. As I'm gearing up to move into the second year of the podcast, I'd love to dive into topics in greater detail with more podcast guests. So... Please send any ideas or questions to john at thespaceshot.com. That email will also be in the show notes. In tomorrow's episode, we've got a couple birthdays. I'd be incredibly grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends and family. Tag one of them and let them know about your favorite episode. 
I'd also really appreciate it if you could venture into the Apple Podcasts app or your podcast app of choice and leave a review for The Space Shot. A steady stream of reviews helps ensure that The Space Shot is more visible in the Apple Podcasts app. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes and you'll find me. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.